So many questions about the end times these days. When will Jesus return? Who might be the coming Antichrist? The Great Tribulation, an event of the past or the future? Do we get an early exit? Will we even be here? Just who is that restrainer? Is Satan going to be cast to the earth? And oh yeah, will I take the mark of the beast? Hi everyone, I'm Bill Nordstrom and welcome to the program today. I'm going to bring these critical musts a bit more current in this episode. The introduction to the uh, critical musts I presented three years ago. I've, I've learned not everyone begins at the beginning. Although thousands have heard these episodes, many start by listening to the latest. So I believe it's important everyone know our goals and that we can keep the audience up to date with new information. Many different views on the end times, some that provoke plenty of debate. I want you to know it's not my aim to get into some sort of an energetic debate. I want to go to the scriptures to better understand the set times of God. And perhaps more importantly, explore the prophetic words shared by the Hebrew prophets in both the Old and the New Testaments. Sixty-six books, written by some 35 traditional authors and assembled over 1,500 years. And listen, in all those complexities comes forth a harmony of the scriptures that reveals a Jewish Messiah and his plan for the entire creation. What a God we serve! I believe one of the greatest failures over the last century has been the church's painful neglect of the Old Testament, the clear prophetic presentations of the age-ending events from the perspective of the Hebrew prophets. In fact, I believe it's the best place to start. Jesus himself said so. He told his disciples that when they see the future abominable events to strike the earth, those spoken of by the great prophets, Daniel in particular, let the reader understand. Understanding is critical. Having the wisdom to understand. That'll be paramount to navigate the days ahead. Not theories, not educated guesses, often not even the teachings of many popular speakers and authors. I say that because many of us embrace an end-time view that was taught us by only a revered and respected pastor or teacher. Now, that's quite okay if we don't neglect our own personal reading of the Bible and our Bible study. With preliminary prophetic signs beginning to manifest, we must take responsibility for educating ourselves on the basis of the Word of God. Taking nothing for granted— we must take responsibility for what we believe, and we got to come to grips with the fact that we're up against highly organized, intelligent evil while we're doing so. Principalities and powers, rulers, thrones, dominions, they're all in the high places, they're all in opposition, and we have that opposition at every turn we take. We've talked at length about the uniqueness of a, a rather sudden peace agreement in the Middle East that will bring Israel and its Arab neighbors into a temporary pause. We believe that peace will be even more significant because it may include the recognition of Israel's holy covenant. And that's a big deal. God's eternal covenant with Abraham. 
While that peace will temporarily bring relief from ages-long tensions and hostilities, it'll also initiate a critical must of unimaginable consequences leading to the implementation of animal sacrifices and construction of a third temple. While even now we've seen red heifers sent to Israel, animals shown at least for now to be without flaw, might the ancient sacrificial system soon get underway? Globally, there will also come some critical musts. The rage of the nations, as we've seen in, in Psalm chapter 2, King David's view of the end times, his eschatology, the kings and the rulers, the presidents and the prime ministers setting themselves in opposition against the Lord and his beloved. That will lead to the greatest apostasy ever when the man of sin is revealed. The Apostle Paul's clear, let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come. That day of the Lord will not come unless the falling away comes first and the man of sin is revealed. So often we've thought of this as a a massive backsliding only in the church. Well, the falling away is that, but it's also a great apostasy, an abandonment of political and religious beliefs, a great moral rebellion against the laws of God. You know, a quick look at 21st century culture will validate that critical must. My friends, when we arrive at this critical must moment in history, there's really no do-over. I believe the decisions we make now will dramatically have a role in how we traverse day-to-day living in the near coming days. There will be few options ahead of us, so so we must prepare now to be among the the company of the masculine, the wise that we've been talking about, who will be the voice to the nations in the time of Jacob's trouble. Well, we'll also learn how the Antichrist actually becomes the Antichrist, and who or what is restraining him. Something's holding him back for now. An age-ending war must relocate from the heaven to the earth. The prophets make it clear there'll be death and destruction, but if not for the return of the Lord, no flesh would be saved. But he promises, for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. Get wisdom now, folks. It's critical. The prophetic revelation that will come through corporate prayer and intercession will be vital to finishing this race. The two witnesses are a critical must. We've recently spent considerable time examining the ministry of these two anointed men and what might be the role of the forerunner in that same time period. Check it out, episode 132. Cosmic and ecosystems must burst from restraint. Earthquakes, volcanoes, violent weather patterns— Clearly, the Holy Spirit's revealing signs a trumpet will soon sound, and the day of the Lord must come. So I encourage you to stay with us through these episodes. This is an ongoing journey. Certainly, there will be events we speak of from time to time that that you may see from a different perspective, but that's okay. There are many spiritual mysteries in the kingdom of God that are now being revealed and rather quickly. As the prophet Amos says, surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants 
and his prophets. Let's pray. Father, what a what a promise that is. The mysteries of the heavens that will transpire on earth, you're making known now to those who serve you, to, to those who are giving themselves to a wholeheartedness for the things of the Holy Spirit, to a people who desire to understand and communicate that wisdom to a lost and dying world. Lord, that's our divine mandate for this season, and we ask you, Lord, we ask you, Father, that we may be found worthy of your trust as you revealed your long-held mysteries to your church, your assembly, that we may write the vision and make it plain on the tablets that he may run who reads it, and might I add, finishes the race. We ask this in the name of Jesus, Yeshua. Amen and amen. Stay with us on the journey, beloved. Share these episodes with friends and family. And Maranatha, I'm Bill Nordstrom.